What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the second episode of Interlude Army. Today we're going to be talking about BTS's comeback film, our thoughts about the new album, our interpretations of each song, and more. So let's get it. Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. There's a lot we're excited to discuss, but before we begin, we want to announce an upcoming segment. It's going to be called Love Army. Now, during this segment, we'll be reading letters written by you guys, which is the army from around the world. And it could be anything about how you got into BTS, to what they have done for you, and so on. So... Please keep it within 300 words. Email your letters to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. So how was your week, Roseanne, the past week since our first episode? Oh my god, I feel like so much anxiety, but not in a bad way. There's a lot of excitement, mm-hmm. especially it's because it has a lot to do with BTS's comeback. But I'm so glad it's finally here. Um, weekend, though, spent it with a couple of friends. What did you get to do? So, it was pretty busy, like you said, with BTS. I mean, we got the album... We got mm-hmm. Kinetic Manifesto film, Come Prima. <laughs> I still don't know how to say that. Do you know how to say that? I don't know. I just say Come too. I don't know if it, yeah. <laughs> Correct us, you guys, because we don't know. <laughs> like, because that in Spanish, I don't know if you know this, but that means eat cousin. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, so Come means eat. Uh-huh. And then Prima is cousin. So in oh. Spanish, that translates to eat cousin so i'm like reading it as if it was spanish but i don't know if i'm pronouncing it correctly (laughs) (laughs) so it's funny i always say come prima but it could be come prima come prime come prime i don't know it could be italian wait there's a song called come prima by mario lanza it's an Italian song. I, I think I even researched this when it first came up in the comeback map, and I can't forget. I already forgot. Oh no, yeah, it is. There is a song. <laughs> there is. It's an Italian song. Okay, we're gonna have to look into that later. But, um, but yeah, this weekend I actually spent it 
with my boyfriend and family because it, it was his birthday this on Thursday of last week. Oh, happy belated birthday. I'll tell him. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, we celebrated on Saturday. So that was pretty fun. And then and then today when we're like, ugh, I can't believe this happened to me. So I got an email saying, well, it wasn't even an email. I checked on my uh, UPS um, to check if maybe I have something coming in the mail. Because I was like, where are my albums? Like, where are they? Like, I haven't heard anything from the Big Kid Shop. So I checked and then they tell me that they're there. Like, they're delivered. But when I go check in my mailbox, I have a note from my apartment complex stating that, like, it's in their office. So I have to, like, you know, wait the weekend and then check today. So today I go and I check. So I'm Mm -hmm. running because I'm running. I know I'm going to be there not on time. They close like 5 p.m. I got there like 5.01, literally. Boy. And they did not, they did not let me get my package. Oh. So my albums are literally in the office and I'm here in my apartment and I still don't have my album. It's like there, but not there. Do you know what I'm like, saying? Hey, Jose, do you, need, do you need an inside job? This girl can sneak in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. We're not, no one's breaking in today. What about you? Did you get your album? Yeah, I pre-ordered just the first version. I have not gotten it yet, but that's the thing. I didn't even check my mail. Um, because our mailbox is like, we have that neighborhood where the ma- mailboxes are like a block, like, or it's away. Oh, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. I think I'm going to go over to Target and get the rest because I've only ordered one version, mm-hmm. but they said it's like available at Target now. So your girl's going to go over it. Yeah. And, and um, I've been seeing a lot of people. I'm like, wait, I thought pre-orders would get them first, but hey, <laughs> happy for y'all, but no. sadness for me. I'm over here still waiting. <laughs> No, you know what's crazy though? When I used to order the whole set, um, I don't think I ordered it from Big Hit actually. Last year I ordered it from K Town mm-hmm. and it would take like a whole month to get to me. Oh, yeah. Like with the posters. Pretty much the K Town for you, I've used them. And then I also, I think, used K Pop Town in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that was before they actually had the option to do it uh, like on Amazon or Target. Or even the big kid yeah. shop. So I like we re- we oh really God, didn't yeah. have an option. So that's why I did that. But now that we <laughs> have true. an option, like like yourself, the past three comebacks I've done through Amazon mm. uh, and Target, Amazon and Target. But this one, I was like, let me go to the big kid shop because they're saying that you could actually select each version, and if you do, it's free shipping, so that's why yeah, I did it. Yeah, it's free shipping, except for Alaska <laughs> and Hawaii. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I just saw free shipping, and I was like, okay, let me get it. Yeah, you have to pay $40. Yeah, I don't know if it's still available now, but if you guys didn't know, it is free shipping from the Big Hit right. Shop, so order your full set from there. And you get a gift. And But that's the other thing. I thought it was going to be a physical gift, Roseanne, and people are telling me that it was just an email. Oh. I got the email today. And it's like a thing. It's like a thank you letter. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going through it today because <laughs> I don't know if that's true, if it's actual physical special pre-order gift, or that's my pre-order gift, an email that says thank you, which I appreciate because it, it's a photo of them and it's yeah, it says dear Jose Ochoa from BTS, but it's still a gift. I, I was expecting something that I could actually hold. I mean, I guess I could print it and hold it in my hand, but. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Wow. 
my god what is this i don't know i guess i'll find out once i get the actual albums tomorrow let us know what gift it is oh and before i forget um <laughs> this is like a topic from a million years ago already come prima hold on let me see how google says it well when it translates on google it says like before oh yes that's true oh my god Roseanne, that- i did a whole video on this and i already blanked out i was <laughs> oh, like how do i even it? say this well now you know that it also means eat cousin in spanish if you in case yeah you that were- is <laughs> now i just every time i see it now but talking about actual kinetic manifesto film we got the on video oh my god mm-hmm. how are you mm-hmm. feeling how did how did you feel what are your overall thoughts on this masterpiece i mean both of us posted our reaction on youtube and for mm-hmm. those who haven't seen our reactions yet i like i didn't know what to expect to be honest mm-hmm. uh, of course i knew it was gonna be amazing but i love how it kind of reminded me of not today you know it's kind of like a, a performance film this isn't the official video yet oh but, okay um, i see what you mean mm-hmm. it hit me hard because mm-hmm. the visuals the visuals the zoom-ins they had like facial zoom-ins you could see literally every hair on their eyebrow i would say i don't pause when i'm Mm -hmm. reacting to videos but lord did i you can't help but pause you know me i am i declare myself as a pauser like i've accepted it like my body reacts like i can't (laughs) i need breaks (laughs) like your finger has its own brain especially on something like this i didn't know what to expect first off i didn't know how a kinetic manifesto film worked Mm. i had an idea of it like when we first got the comeback map i researched and then uh, a lot of the results that came up were like videos with almost like a lyric video. That's the best way I could explain it. Whatever the person is either saying or singing, the words are coming up in the screen. Mm-hmm. So when I looked at that, it brought back the trailer from their debut. You know, when they're introducing the actual band like BTS. Um, I don't know if you remember that video, but it's the debut trailer. And so I thought it was going to be something like that. So I thought it was going to be the song with the lyrics on screen and then BTS like singing it or speaking, like not speaking, sorry, reading the lyrics or something like that. God, I know what you mean. Yeah. But when I read that it was an actual music video to go along with it, I was like, oh, wow. So we're actually going to see the guys in it and we did and like you said it was very now that you say it was like not today i can see the you know the similarities where not today was very performance like mm-hmm. it was a lot focused on how they performed their choreography and with on it was all performance you know like you said it was up close and personal like like with v like you know they did that on purpose they wanted us to pause it because we had to read what was on his cheek that is so like true. we had to read <laughs> so i was like we have to like they're telling us pause here because you need to read what we wrote <laughs> on these <Beast King. laughs> and then other than that i mean you know you know what i'm gonna say what, what are you gonna say jimin and jungkook's <laughs> Act, let's say oh, quote unquote there. accidental we're going there. okay we're going there already because we need to hold on let me drink my water real the quick. accidental nip slips what do you what do you feel about that what are you thinking what are you they had about? like they had to go there and wear those open wide open sleeveless tank tops like yes that was on purpose that was that really was on purpose they knew what they, what they were gonna do they knew they were gonna slay a bunch of armies but 
They did it anyways. Like, it's it's meant to be. Like they were like, you know what? We're doing this. It's intentional. We had a meeting where we we got approved. <laughs> like we got the green light, and we're we, gonna. We got the green light for nip slips. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, but they all looked amazing. I really, really of liked uh, Nam June's or AKA RM. <laughs> I really liked how mm-hmm. he, like his soul style, like his jacket was like super shiny. His hair was shiny too, so it was just like a lot of shininess. And I was like, you he was are... just shining. <laughs> yes, and I was like, he looks really good. I mean, they all look amazing, but I'm just they looked amazing. His his outfit is something that I would like like to wear, <laughs> so that's Ooh. why I had to like point him out um how do you feel about the choreography ah the choreography already um i believe the lab sienna the choreographer of dionysus or how do you say it well she was the choreographer for that dance and i believed she choreographed this as well because that was her in the middle in the beginning when they show the woman yeah so the choreography went harder than not today but not as intense as Dionysus because they didn't have like props or anything. But it's that intense. Well, they did have the drums. That's true. Oh, they did have the drums. But I mean, Oof. they it was like for a little bit, but they that was kind of like a prop, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I love the oh my god the dance break though. I mean, I did notice mm-hmm. that Jin wasn't in there. Did you notice that? Like they broke into two groups during the dance break and. I noticed Jin mm-hmm. wasn't part of it. Are you serious? I didn't even. I thought it. I thought he was, but now that you mention it, I believe the first because it was in threes, right? In groups of three, like one group, and then the third group, and then he came in after. Right? Yeah, and then I mean they centered. He was him. in the middle. Yeah, they centered him a lot though. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe they'll talk about it later in their stuff as to why Jin wasn't in there. Oh wow! I don't know. I didn't, I actually didn't notice. Yeah. That. So I thought he was in there. I, I thought he was. Yeah. In there. There's a lot. There was. There's a lot going on. Um. To be honest, I think they're gonna mm-hmm. use on as the opening song for the tour. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because they usually start with like super hyped songs. I mean, during the wings, they did not today. Then they did Idol. Then they did Dionysus. So I think on is gonna be the opening song because it's very like um choreography heavy. You know? You're right. It's very in your face, like, and especially like the meaning behind the song as well. Like, we are fighters. <sighs> like, yeah, we are overcoming. And like, I really, I really like the lyrics too. Did you get a chance to? Um, I mean, I don't know if you looked at the lyrics while you were watching the video or you read them after. Not gonna lie, it's so hard for me to read the lyrics whenever I'm playing the music video. So I have to read it like same separately. Same. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about the lyrics? Because I'm like rereading it right now. It's like in front of me. What did you get out of it? So for me, for On specifically, I mean, I took it as, again, guys, these are our interpretations, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like artists do appreciate that. Like any, any uh, everybody can interpret their lyrics um, in some way different than another, you know, person. But I took it as them accepting the darkness. Like it's part of the fuel mm-hmm. that keeps them going. Um they're they're not hiding away from it they're like i believe there's a part where they state that even as the shadow grows like it's okay um and then Ah. i also took like they're not giving up like they're gonna keep fighting hence the whole you know i am a fighter (laughs) like they literally say yeah and like one one (laughs) they're like bring the pain on (laughs) bring the pain on bring it like it's it's my blood my tears like they're all here like it's it's part of me so 
um, that's very empowering because anybody can mm-hmm. relate to that. Like whatever you've gone through, whatever hardships or things that come your way, you're strong. You are stronger than yesterday and you're going to keep going. You know what I mean? Um, one of the lyrics that stood out to me was, even if my knees touch the ground so long as it's not buried. And because it's basically saying like, you know, even if I fall down. Yes. As long as I don't stay there, as long as my knees are not buried, as long as I'm not stuck, I'm able to get back up. So no matter how many times I fall or how hard I fall, I'm going to get up and I'm going to keep going. So I, I, that one is really, what about you? Um, I'm reading the lyrics right now and I know what you mean. Cause that's, that was Suga's verse, right? Yes. Mm hmm. That was part of his verse. Yeah. It's so weird because every time I read the lyrics, I keep thinking back to Not Today because Not Today was also an empowering kind of song. Like they're fighting. Very true. Like mm-hmm. um, they're saying, no, no, we're not going down today. And then here it's kind of like, like bring on the pain because they could take it now. Okay, I'm saying now, like you can't hold me down because you know I'm a fighter. Choosing to descend into the dark abyss. So it, it is true like how they're kind of like, um, they're accepting their shadow they're okay to kind of go down into darkness to accept it but like just don't let it take over kind of thing. Since you mm-hmm. haven't really dive, delved into like exact interpretation for yourself, what about the song? Like the, the, the production of it? Like what would you say is your favorite part if you could pick a favorite part of the song? Immediately my favorite part, well if for the song, the song separately from the video, um, was when J-Hope kind of comes in. Or when Jimin starts. When Jimin starts. Because oh, okay. it kind of like, it brings you with the like the choir singing and all of a sudden the song transitions into like a hard beat. And then Jimin comes in like, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to like be very, very, very honest with you guys. Like I love the song. I think on, my only problem is that the melody, I'm still getting used to the chorus melody i'm getting i'm letting the chorus melody grow on me gotcha so you just need to replay it more times yes yes well i mean it's like i'm used to it now but yeah that was my first Mm -hmm. thought when i heard it oh okay i see what you mean yeah you you were maybe hesitant as to like the actual melody but now you that you've listened to it a bit more you've grown to love it you know when you first hear something like oh Okay, you're like you're getting used to it, and once you are, you're like, I love this song, you know, like, because that's how I felt about Dionysus or Dionysus. Mm-hmm. Um, it had to, that's another song that had to grow on me, and now I just I love it. Was there anything like that for you, like, as far as um, a BTS song that had to grow? I I can't think of it at the top of my head, <laughs> but um, for me, there aren't any that are like bad songs you know what i'm saying or that i don't like and it's crazy because some people tell me like there's no way you can't like like every single song and i'm like yeah there is because i do like every single song that they've done and i'll admit i play others more than others but that doesn't mean that i dislike the ones that are played less you know what i mean yeah but um at the top of my head i can't think of one that like i was like hmm I don't know. Actually, oh my God, mm. it just came to me. Oh my gosh. Okay, what is it? What is it? And I don't know if this is a cop out, but I'm being real right now. Actually, it's on, but featuring Sia. Oh, oh, ooh, that's another thing. Oh. The version with Sia, when I first heard it, and I'm still this, like, when I play on, I actually play the one with Just Be Same. I'm not going to lie. So I do have to, I do have to listen to the one with Sia 
a little bit more just to see how I feel. I can't really say 100% that I don't like it, but um, from the times that I have heard it, it's not my favorite. And I prefer the one with BTS by themselves right right now. I can't say that like 100% sure, but how do you feel about it? I honestly don't think that... Okay, this is going to sound so bad. Oh, my God. Because I love Sia. I trust and believe. I've heard her music. This is no shade for her. But the amount that she's on the song, I don't know if she was needed on the version. Because all she did was just sing on top on the chorus. She did. Like, I thought it was going to be similar to Boy With Love, where Halsey had, you know, a little bit more lines distributed to her. But literally, it is a song that could exist without her um she didn't have her own separate lines and i think her style of singing like i totally know what you mean like you do have to get used to it her style of singing i'm not sure really um you have to get used to how she sings with the chorus you know <laughs> you know she used a certain style yeah like when she came in when she fir- like when she first comes in when i first heard it and she first comes in in the first time that the chorus hits you I even, like, you'll see it in my reaction. Like, I make a face. I'm like, what? Like, that sounded so Mm. weird. Like, it sounded so weird to me. It didn't sound like a smooth introduction into her. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, because I'm not a major in music or anything. But, like, I don't know the correct terminology. But I don't, I didn't feel a smooth transition for her voice or for her to come in. It just felt very sudden, like, here's Sia. And I was like, oh. Okay, yeah. I expected that she was going to take over Jungkook's part, like the bridge. Oh. Because I could totally see her doing yes. all those notes and stuff. So I, that's what I thought. So when I found out that, no, like, she actually didn't. She just kept doing the chorus. I was like, oh, wow, that was it. But talking about Jungkook's chorus, I I mean, I have to point that out. Sorry. Okay, keep going, Roseanne. Yes. No, 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 go, go. Because I know, I know. Like, immediately when I saw a part of like, oh, Jose is going to gonna flip because i love the whole breakdown and it's just very raw because then the music kind of just stops and it's just all about jungkook's Mm. vocals and like the whole echo and the adverb adverb i don't even know if i'm using the the right term but (laughs) it sounded like i think in my reaction i was like it sounds like heaven's calling me oh my (laughs) god yes they did something to like obviously his vocals are uh, angelic but then they threw mm-hmm. in like layers, so it was like uh, like in a big space. Like I could already imagine in the stadium. Oof, like I'm gonna stadium. Faint. I already know I'm gonna faint. No, yeah, that's. I love the whole breakdown where he could really showcase his vocals. I'm glad that they gave him that part. You know. And this is just me nitpicking. You know how some people say the only bad thing is that the song ends. <laughs> um, I think the only nitpicking would be that uh, the rap line didn't have that much. Uh, That's the only thing. Like maybe they could have had a little, uh, like one or two more lines. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. No, I know what you mean. That's the only thing. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird though because this is not the music video. This is the film. It's an official video, but it's not the music video. It's coming. Right. It's dropping this. Friday, and I don't know what to expect. I don't know if it's going to be storyline linked. I don't know if it's just going to be on its own kind of thing, like how Idol was. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so weird, though, because usually if if we do follow the series from last year, How Love Yourself Was, Mm -hmm. you know, the first song was DNA. And then the second one was Fake Love, where the music video was very, like, Mm -hmm, mm story-driven and theory-driven. So I I don't know what to expect from this. Have you ever, like, 
thought about what it might be. Like, thank you for reminding me because I need to remind myself that this isn't actually the music video according to Big Hint. Like, it is considered a music video uh, according Mm -hmm. to their press Mm -hmm. release, but it's not the official music video. And I'm using quotes, like air quotes on this because... They're yeah. both music videos. But yeah, the official one, if you want to, you know, be like specific about it. Yeah. On the comeback map, the mm-hmm. official one is on the 28th. Well, if I'm, you know, using Blood, Sweat and Tears or Fake Love as an example, it's going to, you know, showcase their choreography, but focus more on the visuals and the storyline or whatever, how they want to portray this upcoming music video. So I'm really excited because like... We don't know what their outfits is going to really be because it could be totally different from what they showed us on the Kinetic Manifesto film. We don't know if it's going to be bright. We don't know if it's going to be dark. Right. And now that you touched on the outfits, did you notice that V V and Jimin are the only ones in white? That's, oh my God, I was going to mention that. At first, I thought all of them was going to be in white Uh because, you know, it was Jimin and V came out. I'm like, ooh, they're all in white outfits. Uh And then Namjoon comes out with like a black blazer. shiny blazer thing so i'm like wait i actually did not notice it was just v-man that was in white yeah actually. like now that you pointed that like out, the other what? the other members had like uh white shirts underneath but as far as the whole outfit it was all white jimin and v so that's why i'm wondering really? if that means something or maybe it's not it's true <laughs> and then um i think jin was the only one with like the uh it looked like jean type of jacket. The, mm, yes, the yes, blue yes. kind But um, they all had chains, right? Like as uh, on, yes. around their necks. Huh. They did. I, when I saw that, I'm like, Ooh. And then V had like body makeup, but around like going down his neck, like on the left side of his neck. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. I actually didn't. I saw it, but I never paused to see what it looked like. It almost looked like a flower, but I didn't. No, really it actually it. looks like veins, but in black. Like, you know, what? like if it, if the, well, to me, actually, because some people might, ah. it might look different. But uh, to me, it looked like uh, kind of like branches, but they were all black. So it almost looked like when like poison is taking over. So I'm like, oh, my God, it's just. And then he's the one that had the shadow like me on his cheek. So I'm like, it all is connecting to something. That's true, <laughs> bro, because I mean, V is kind of like the, um, well, everyone always connects him Fallen to. Angel. Abraxas, the angel, the, yeah, the fallen angel, Mm -hmm. uh, that could connect. I mean, because we didn't, we didn't really dive into theories with this. Mm -hmm. Um, We just took all the choreography in. And so that's very interesting. (laughs) I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, I was just, I was like, that, that is something that like is interesting. If, if it has any, you know, meaning behind it, or if, if it was just, you know, you two are going to be in white and that's it. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) <laughs> it's big hit though it's kind of like big hit has kind of trained us to Definitely. stay on our toes <laughs> like they keep us on our toes everything could be connected so this is why we're like just always analyzing everything <laughs> but i mean other than the the bts on connect manifesto film they also dropped the commentary film yes. which i was really really i love those kind of um films Mm -hmm. where they take you behind the scenes and shine the light on other people that we don't get to see during the whole process of this there's a lot of people that worked together to put this all you know together so what was 
what was your thoughts on the film, Jose? So, like you, I enjoyed this so much, and I'm so happy they did this. Like, props to Vic Hit and BTS for doing this. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I noticed, like from watching from beginning to end, we did get glimpses of BTS and actually uh, Bang PD in there as well, but it wasn't them being interviewed or anything. You know what I'm saying? Or like a performance? It was like an old. It was old clips of them. Yeah, it was older clips. So it was all focused on the UCLA band and the gospel choir. The people that are working like in the background on the songs, people that, you know, uh, the listeners might not necessarily point out while listening to the song. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, You're listening to the song and you might not think about that background singer. You might not think about the uh, uh, saxophonist or the uh, piano player or whatever it may be, the guitar player. You know what I'm saying? So this whole Mm -hmm. commentary film focused on them and it gave them the light. It shined a light on them. So I was so, 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 so happy to see that. It just speaks on Big Hit and BTS, how they even like value them as well like they're not taking them for granted they're trying to like thank them and giving them mm-hmm. an 18 minute commentary film i loved it one thing that i did want to point out that um about the gospel choir uh, i don't know if you've seen this documentary it actually won the academy award uh, i believe it was in 2014 um and the documentary is ta- is titled 20 feet from stardom and it's about huh. background singers and I related, I connected it. Um, I'm actually taking like film classes right now. And one <gasps> in one of my classes, we uh, watched this documentary. And I'm so mm-hmm. thankful that we did because I was able to connect it. And basically, it's about background singers and the struggles that they go through. Some wanting to be, you know, individual singers or solo singers or with the struggles of getting jobs as background singers as well like there's this one part which is really sad towards the end where some are like calling each other saying hey like are you getting called by artists and stuff because i can't i'm not getting any work done because now what people are doing is uh you know producers and engineers are putting um the singer and doing them making them do the background vocals as well not that there's anything uh, wrong with that, but the fact that it's taking the job from others as well. It's I was happy to see that BTS and Big Hit are giving jobs <laughs> because it's basically uh, that. They're they're giving yes. jobs to this gospel choir that are doing the background vocals for like Friends, for On. Uh, maybe they did for the whole album, maybe? Oh, for uh, Ego. Ego. Egos, yeah, yes. They did, yes. Ego, definitely. You know that girl that like, this. okay, let me not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to go in thinking I'm some junk cook over here. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's all good. We could hear your, we could listen to your vocals. It's all good. But yeah. Oh my God. I just, I got so excited because it was like, oh my God, I literally just saw like a documentary. I recommend it guys. If you want to, it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, it's on there. Um, 20 feet from stardom. I need to watch loved, that. Loved it. Yeah. What about, what about you? What did you feel about the commentary? I... Uh, same same as you i loved it i love how they were shining the light on other people and letting them speak out giving them a voice giving them a platform to voice their opinion and it was nice how Mm -hmm. they like were given a chance to talk about bts or what they thought about them and um, talk about their love for what they do and i'm really really hoping that big hit will continue to do these types of films and i i've been wanting films like this but also films for like um for the producers of big hit you know like p dog his noise adora because mm. you know you know whenever a new song drops we know that these producers 
have been working with BTS since, you know, the beginning, or they've been working with them for years, and we don't really get to see what they do. And um, whenever a new album gets released, you know, other people get interviewed, but I noticed, like, you know, the in-house producers don't really get interviewed. I don't know if it's because, you know, they choose not to do those kind of things, and they choose to stay away from the limelight. But I would love to see the behind-the-scenes of the the in-house producers and how long it takes. I see what you mean, yeah, because because in the, the commentary film, it was already the songs were already pretty much recorded already with the vocals of like mm-hmm. the guys, and they were just adding on top of that, you know, like the UCLA band and then the, the yeah. choir. Um, so I can see what you're coming from, like actually the producing of the actual song, you know, because we we know that it takes years and years. Like a lot of these songs that we hear now, um, it could have been in the works for like two years. And I kind of just like, you know, they could just choose one song from beginning to end how it was just put together. But it kind of just makes people appreciate too the producers or like how long it takes to just work on one song. You know, it's not it was just it wasn't made overnight. So Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't just something like, here you go and. We got it. No, it's actually hard work. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's, that's my future wish from Big Hits. I mean, they already gave us subs. They've given us commentary films and stuff. So they... they're very, they're they're more even active, like on Instagram, yeah. on social media, like on Twitter. Like they're promoting a lot they more. They are. It's almost like, who are the, who are are these people? (laughs) You weren't doing this before, but I'm happy. I'm not complaining. I'm just like, what, what is going on? Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's because they've built, they've built a a bigger company and now they have people assigned to things and they could focus more on promotions and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, this is like another level and it is like, what, big hit, what? So are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are. Congrats, because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections, along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this Interlude Army Plus is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get an all-ad-free exclusive episodes, giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is Interlude Army Plus is available for just $4.99 a month. So download Himalaya and go join Interlude Army Plus today. Our goal is to reach 1,000 followers. After reaching that goal, we'll be doing a giveaway of the full set of BTS's Map of the Soul 7, donated by K-Town Music LA. So make sure to download Himalaya and follow Interlude Army, and let's hit that 1,000 followers, you guys. Woo! So we've talked a lot about On, but now we're going to try to break down our thoughts on the whole album, or at least the new songs that Mm. were released. And I mean, before we jump into like every song, I kind of wanted to ask you what your... I mean, top three doesn't have to be in any specific order, mm-hmm. but and then I know that it changes depending on how you feel. But what's your like top three as of this moment? I'm going to say maybe top three standouts right yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. Like, there you go. Uh, the, and no particular order. I'm just going to see. Okay. Inner Child. That's one. My Time is the other one. And last but not least is We Are Bulletproof, The Eternal. 
So those are my standouts right now. But like you said, every maybe even every hour your mood changes, and the next thing you know, my top three is gonna be ugh at zero o'clock, and then respect. You know? What I mean? Yeah, no, no, I but totally know. What you without mean. Go- getting into why and all that stuff, what about you? Give me your top three right now. Right now, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I like uh. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, mm-hmm. zero o'clock, and mm-hmm. inner child. <gasps> okay. <laughs> yeah. So we got that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna really go over our reasons for it because, like Jose says, you know, be different. It changes. <laughs> it changes. But um, yeah, I, for those who are listening now, I mean, it's probably getting you guys thinking, hey, what's my top three songs right now? You know. Yes. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> If you were to pick three. <laughs> yes, if you were to pick three. Be like, no, nah, I'm going to pick all 20. <laughs> no hey, particular intellectuals. order. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking maybe we can um, start with filter. Okay, here is a go. Okay. Hear me out, guys. Because we've already listened to and we know about Intro Persona, Boy With Love, Make It Right. Okay, what, uh, this one, I'm going to butcher it, but is it Jamai Vu? Jamais Vu? I still don't have it down. I'm not sure either. I keep saying Jamai Vu, but I'm probably saying it wrong too. You're probably right, because when I said Jamais Vu in one of my videos, people came for me. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Jamai Vu. Dionysus, and then Interlude Shadow. We are very, we've already listened to that as well. And then we've also listened to On, and we even talked about it a little earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we also know about Outro Ego and On featuring Sia. So I, if it's okay with you, Roseanne, we should do Filter, My Time, Louder Than Bombs, Ugh, Zero O'Clock, Inner Child, Friends, Moon, Respect, and We Are Bulletproof, The Eternal. Yes. Okay. Oh, man. That's like a lot of songs that like, and I, they gave us so many songs. Feel? Okay. No, oh, I'm good. I'm down for it. I'm down. <laughs> cool. 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 So starting off with Jimin's solo Filter. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What, what, what how do you feel? I was, um, I don't know how to describe music genres, uh, but it mm-hmm. gave me like a samba Latin type of feel with the whole guitar. Yes. Is that how you feel too? I was like, yes. oh, he is going there. I, I'm not going to even start with what I think the choreography is going to be because that's like a whole nother thing. <laughs> but I loved his Aladdin references. Because he was all like, I'll take you to a whole new world. I could be your genie. How about Aladdin? I'm like, boy. I mean, at first it came off as if he was kind of like a flirtatious song. But when you really break it down, it's kind of like a comforting song. How he could change your world and he'll become your filter to maybe view Mm -hmm. the world in a different way. I don't know. But what what was your interpretation of it? So the first time that I read like filter, just the name. I'd, I had no idea it was going to be what we got. Like, I, that was the last thing I was going to expect. Something very Spanish, like uh, telenovela. Like, you said, like, very <laughs> samba se- sexy. It's very, yes. oh, my God, sensual. Like, I kept using that word a lot in my re- reaction. He even, a lot because uh, I read the, the lyrics, and I think at one point, like, he says filtro, which means filter in spanish so i was like oh my god he's it's very latin like influence you know what i'm saying um but i I, my interpretation about it was jimin is asking like what version of him do we want he can be anything we want he references a palette like as an artist you mix your colors what color do you want what filter do you want which jimin do we want he can show us any filter like (laughs) you know what i'm saying so 
it could be comforting, but it, I mean, I, I, it could also be like very, um, uh, romantic. Like it's like yes. I can be anything yeah. you want because I want to be anything you want. And then the <laughs> lyric that stood out to me, it's gonna be the same as you, Roseanne. It says, "Girl, you have your chance. I can be your genie. How about Aladdin? I can become anything for you. You can choose me. Yeah." And it's not only genius. Like, this is the way that it's genius, Roseanne. Because if you think about it, he's saying he can be the one in control or he can be the one under control. Because ah. he's saying, I can be your genie. So what does the genie do? He grants wishes. He does what you want, what you ask. Yes. So he can be under control. But he's saying, how about Aladdin? I can be that too. I can also be the one in control. Tell me what you want me to be and i'm like okay jimin i see you i see (laughs) you you giving us options damn okay (laughs) multi-tempt i love it i love it it's just i think right now also uh filter became uh, was that the most streamed yes it came out like uh we're on the world uh spotify charts i believe like the most streamed um solo solo korean song right or solo song I think it was solo Korean. I'm not sure. All right. So after Filter, my time comes in. And I, I swear, uh, like, right after Filter, uh, and then when my time comes up, <laughs> I just... Okay, all right. Say it, Immediately, Say like, it. <laughs> when the electric guitar came in, I was like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? Uh-huh. Uh, it gave me such an R&B feel to it and like i feel like um this genre really matches jungkook's vocals because he really gets to display his all skills and everything but um as far as like the lyrics i felt like it was kind of like personal very personal and deep actually because the line that stood out to me was the first line when he says 24 feels like i became a grown-up faster than everyone else and i mean it's it's true he did start at a very young age and now that time has flown uh, I feel like it's a, a relatable topic as well, how mm-hmm. time flies by. So, I mean, about how about you? <laughs> it's Jungkook. Oh, we all know it's oh Jungkook. My God. So. so, let me, hold on. <laughs> so, I'm about to go <laughs> Drink your water. Yes, I'm about Drink to Drink your go. water. <clears throat> so, yes, Jungkook. Like you said, when I first heard that, I was like, what the heck? My time, I thought it was going to be a ballad. That's what I, I need to stop thinking like, like expecting because they're gonna throw me completely like on another direction because it's not a bad like it's very Mm -mm, mm r&b one thing that i did notice like his vocals are very they sound so like grown like he looks he sounds so grown like mature his vocals are very powerful i love it it's a very different feel that i think jungkook has ever delivered in the past like i don't think there is a jungkook solo that we can be like this is somewhat like my time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that already I was like, ugh. But then like you said, reading the lyrics, I was like, yo, this song is making me like body roll, but the lyrics are <laughs> deep. Like I'm body yeah, right, rolling, I'm like, but with a but with a serious face. <laughs> I'm like, damn, boy. Yes. Like you Good. said, it's very much about uh him growing up and how he was so mm-hmm. young. And like he's asking himself if he's like living his life right like he's asking like he's wondering if he's if he's doing things right his life moves so fast sometimes he feels like he can't keep up like he wants to know if he's gonna find like his time like he keeps asking himself you know am i gonna 
find my time because it can also, you know, tie back with, I think he's mentioned it before where like students or not students, but the actual like friends of his, they are dealing with something completely different at his age. Like yes. they might be dealing with like, what am I going to eat for lunch the next day at, at the cafeteria? But he's dealing of like, I need to have these vocals down for a performance tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? Like That's true. Oh my God. Yeah. He would like compare himself and he tries to put himself in their situation and kind of right. like, um, yes. if I was not, you know, BTS, part of BTS, I would be doing something else. When he says, keep on running every day, holding the mic, friends riding the subway, I'll be in the airplane mode. So it's like I said, like Damn. he has friends that are riding the subway Damn. and he's on a plane. He's on a, a private jet. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a private jet and all that. But yeah, oh my God. Like he, he did all that. Jungkook, I love it. My time, like I said, is one of my standouts right now. Maybe it'll change next time, but I don't think so. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> let's go into Louder Than Bombs. Oof. Roseanne, Ooh, how you Louder feeling? Than Bombs. How you feeling? I thought Louder Than Bombs was going to be something loud. Yes! <laughs> you know like oh right like oh boom God. boom boom hitting you and all that but then like it was like asmr it was like ASMR. Mm-hmm. it started with jungkook and it like it gave you that echoey type of feel as well like they're in a huge room singing to you the way mm-hmm. they started it with jungkook and then v and they're freaking the strong vibratos during my reaction i was like yo it's not they sounds like um we're in the middle of the ocean, and these um, sirens are singing oh, yeah. to us. That's how it felt. But when reading the lyrics, um, it, it seems like they're acknowledging their shadows. And of mm-hmm. course, that darkness exists everywhere. But we shouldn't be afraid and let it swallow us. And the fact that uh, a lot, all of us experiences this, um, we may not be aware of our shadows yet. But the fact that when things start to crash and we start to realize that reality is hitting us, um, I think that's where the expression of like louder than bombs come in. Because mm-hmm. then it, everything that we've been repressing and ignoring is finally like hitting us. So I think that's right. what it was about. I mean, what was your interpretation? So I'm literally, really l- listen to my sentence that I wrote down. Okay. <laughs> Initially, okay. I thought the song would be a song. That would be loud. So basically what yes. you... <laughs> yes. Great minds think alike. Right. I was thinking louder than bombs. Oh my God, this is going to be a la mic drop. This is going to be something like not today in your face. Like we are here louder than bombs. Like boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, Y'all, I'm trying my best to describe what I thought it was going to be. But like you said, it is not that at all. It is quite the opposite very whispered like it's it could even give you like chills you know yeah but like um whispering in your ears <laughs> i think it's actually like haunting too like it's very <sighs> like oof. but mm-hmm. i think like yourself i think they're singing about the darkness that they deal with and how they still continue to sing and overcome that darkness like they will sing louder than bombs they are going to be singing rapping louder than the tough times they experience you know what i'm saying like whatever hits them like waves hard and like whatever hardships they're gonna continue through all that mess like all that noise all that distraction they're gonna keep going so basically like the bombs are they're taking it as a bad thing like bombs are the darkness bombs are like the pain whatever it is you know what i'm saying so they're overcoming all that they're going to be louder than that they're not going to let that overpower 
So that's how I, I interpret it. <laughs> that actually makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I mean, okay, so there's Louder Than Bombs. And I know On was next, but we're going to go to... Yeah, we already uh, talked about On. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh. I'm like... Uh. <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew it was going to be lit already because mm-hmm. then they gave us a description mm-hmm. of who's doing which song. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this is like at the moment my top songs. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the song highlighted um, our frustration or their frustration and their rage. Mm-hmm. But they kind of like highlighted it in a different way, which is why they say that it's this song is more like an exertion or eliminating or expelling this rage that they've been holding on to. Because mm-hmm. you know how like we're told that we need to let our frustrations out because it's just it's healthier than holding it in. And I think this song is a good representation of the boys letting out their frustrations and yes. you know. So I didn't really get to look at the well, I did look at the lyrics, but I didn't get to pick my favorite lines from there but mm-hmm. did you have any favorite lines i do these? and like you roseanne like we're very in touch in this because i i wrote pretty much what you just said like oh, I, no. I i i i like my notes are like this the rap line is talking about people who have anger but that anger comes with malice you know what i'm wow. saying like it has it's like evil sometimes so people who hurt others with their anger so like they also get angry because of those type of people so they Mm. rap about letting go of that anger they state that ugh, like you need to lose your temper until it becomes ash and this is pretty smart because i believe in this it's in the beginning of the the lyrics of the actual song they reference saying that crackle crackle the spark that flares up Again, so I'm, I, they're saying that anger is like a fire. So they're telling us mm-hmm. to put it out to, you know, till it becomes ash, like get rid of it. It's not healthy. Even if, if it's them, like you said, mm-hmm. them performing it is letting go of that. Like they're going to be like, oh, oh, like I'm letting it out. Like yes. I shouldn't hold on to this. You know what I'm saying? Because even one of the lines is like, you're allowed to be angry, but mm-hmm. bothering someone else's life. I don't like stop that. I really like that one because it's like very much for like trolls and bullies. And so they're pretty much telling them like, you're, you're allowed to be angry, but once keep that to yourself, like don't do something, don't harm someone else just because of your own feelings and thoughts. (laughs) Your own Mm. anger. Got it. You know, what's crazy. Um, Now that we're talking about, uh, and the meaning of the song, um, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me think back to all their ciphers that they used to make. Um, mm-hmm, because this mm-hmm. is, I mean, it, you, it could be categorized in that almost the same genre, but the lyrics are totally not a cipher. Because usually ciphers are like kind of dissing, but this song is more of like they overcame that anger and now they're no longer like trying to highlight the haters. They're kind of um, highlighting them and armies, and it's a, it's a helpful song. I don't know how to explain that, but it's... it's It makes sense, Roseanne. You explained it well. Okay. <laughs> do not worry. That made complete sense. Like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Cyphers is dissing, and this one, they're not pointing out someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say anger with malice, but that can be anybody. They're not literally specifying a person or a group of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not calling out. People, there you, know? you go. It's a yeah. very, it's like a an umbrella statement that like whoever fits under this, like if the shoe fits, 
you need to reconsider and get rid of that anger because it's not healthy. <laughs> so now that we covered uh, we're going to go into one of your other top three that you mentioned, which is zero o'clock. What zero are you feeling about the vocal line? Ooh, ooh, well, <laughs> uh, super. It's another song that I could really relate to. Um, mm -hmm. There are days where, you know, of course we feel sad or something just didn't go right and we blame our song or our songs ourselves the lyrics of the song gives us hope for another day so mm -hmm. it's another song that comforts us and they're trying to tell us that everything's going to be okay just breathe tomorrow will be a new day and so we should see it as another chance to turn things around and be happy this could also reflect on them as well this is how they feel how they comfort themselves and i i personally love the lyrics so how do you feel about the actual like feeling of the like the actual song like how they like it's very I thought it was very like uh upbeat hopeful it doesn't sound like the truth untold at all like you know no. how the truth untold is very sad and uh deep and emotional and even the feeling that the song production gives you what about zero o'clock did you feel like it was upbeat too that's how that's how I feel yeah, it's because it, um, the truth untold, it has like a buildup. The the instruments are very minimal. Mm -hmm. And then the end, it kind of like hits you. But then it, it, it starts upbeat already. It's mm -hmm. It gives you a hopeful type of feeling. And I personally love the melody of the chorus. Mm -hmm. You know, the, ooh, ooh, are you yes. happy? Like, you know, it makes me happy. So... The, the chorus is what really gets me, the, the melody of it. Yes, it's it's very cheerful. I, I see what you mean. Definitely, like you said, like the vocal line is singing about the start of a new day. Literally, like zero o'clock, it's a new beginning. It's like mm -hmm. when the world starts a new day. Wherever you are in the world, you go to bed and then you start thinking about, well, is it going to be different tomorrow? If it wasn't such a great day, if it was a down day, you may you know, have thoughts to yourself of like, hopefully tomorrow's a new day. And then you have thoughts of like, it probably won't, you know what I'm saying? Like, but let's see if it is the next day. It's like a yeah. cycle, you know, it's, you're hoping for a better day. And like you said, the chorus literally says that like, you're going to be happy. Like, it, it, like one day you are going to be happy. It's very cheerful, upbeat. I, I loved it. One of the lyrics, and it's like a big chunk that I really liked. So I'm going to okay. reference I'm, this. I'm is, ready. Will something change that probably won't happen? But still, this day is ending, isn't it? So basically, it's in like expecting the same pattern, but you're mm -hmm. still telling yourself you made it through. So it's almost like sad and a sad lyric, but an empowering one, because however the day went, whatever made you feel like it was a bad day, you made it to the end. So it's somewhat hopeful at the same time, even though you're saying it's probably going to be the same tomorrow, nothing different, but you made it through. It is the ending, so you made it through. So there's something to look forward to that. You're like, hey, I'm, I am strong. I'm, I made it through, even though it was a sucky day. <laughs> well, the next song though is "Inner Child," which is also another. It's both of our top songs at the moment. So, what did you mm -hmm. think? So I'm gonna speak uh, <laughs> um, without trying to get emotional because this song. On my reaction, I really got, like, I was not expecting this. I related to it, even without reading the lyrics first. I knew already that it was going to be him singing to his younger self. I took it very much of, like, 
and empowering like if i were to talk to my younger self like my boy jose little boy jose like, <laughs> little boy. it's gonna <laughs> like it's going to be okay like all the stuff that you're going through or you're gonna go through you're gonna make it because you look where you're at right now so i got super 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 emotional and that's the power of music that it transcends any language that i didn't even have to know the complete lyrics or read them that it touched me so much but basically v in my interpretation is v is singing to his younger self like i said he carries that little boy inside the inner child a way to remind him that he overcame all the troubles in the past as a child and where he is now he's not letting go of that little kid that was able mm. to make it through i related like i said to the message of the song so much and so i can't say that i have a favorite lyric because I love the entire song. Like, that's how much I love this song. <laughs> but for the sake of picking one, I have this one that I, I was like, okay, I love this one. The many thorns amongst the sprouting rose, I want to give them a hug. So it's basically embracing those thorns, the troubles, the pain, the hardships that lead to the rose, which is the beauty of the rose. So the strong you that you are today you overcame that. So you want to embrace that. You want to hug them, even though they were painful back then. Mm -hmm. Embrace them because that's what made you who you are today, which is the rose, the the the, the beauty of the rose. So Wow, yes. I love this song. I cannot wait to hear it live. I know I'm probably gonna get emotional and that's okay. I've learned to embrace that. What about you, Rosen? Same. I feel the exact same way you feel about this song and probably that's why it's my top at the moment it's it, it's like a, a letter to the present to the past mm -hmm. to his younger self it also reminded me i'm gonna say this now before i forget like it reminded me of ego as well mm -hmm. how um they are connecting to their inner child because i mean people use the example of like they're trying to find the child within right. and it's kind of like recognizing the essential core of our ego will not change over time, we will always have that child within. And it's, it's a good way to look back and see how far we've come. And like you've mentioned, everything that has happened to us made us who we are today and that we should embrace that. It's kind of a very um, personal song as well. I mean, the lyrics of it, Taehyung is kind of opening up about how he used to feel. At that time when he was young, he didn't believe in galaxies. Mm -hmm. But he saw it. I don't know why. I immediately thought of um, their trip, their Bon Voyage trip. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know why. That line stood out to me because I thought back to that moment when they were all together and they saw the galaxy. Yeah, they're but, looking um, at the, the star, stars in the sky. But also, um, the song itself, it, it felt like I was um, running down this road to like an open field of flowers it's that type of um it's like inspirational in a way because especially when he says you know we gonna change yes. with, the, with the choir it's that type of movie where I f a movie a song that i feel like could go into a movie that's a very inspirational movie like the ending of it oh you know. yes like when they're <laughs> when they're like going into the credits or something like that yeah like yeah yep, like that exactly so moving on to another song that has taken on it Irvi, which is Friends. This is the V-Men subunit. Friends, not the show, the song. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not the show, the song. <laughs> the way the song starts out is very upbeat already and fun. Yes. That's like, it's fun. Um, I love how they included inside jokes. Like... The pinky. This tiny pinky. <laughs> and then like, they mentioned the dumpling incident mm-hmm. is a comedy movie. Uh, we, we don't know what exactly happened in that. But we know like it's an inside joke between them. Between and, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And how like, you know, Jimin calls Tay an alien... but um i i love how they got really personal and it's it's kind of like a message to each other i could already imagine like when they were singing it they were like looking at each other this song is to each other literally they are friendship goals for those who don't know the storyline like they went to the same school and supposedly v um kind of broke the ice for jimin because jimin moved from the countryside so he had like a weird accent and v was supposedly popular and so he brought jimin out and introduced him to everyone and so it's cool how they ended up being in the same group right um i could really feel their love for each other through this song this was also the song that the gospel choir sang for right Mm -hmm. yeah we saw that in the commentary film yes i love how the gospel choir sang korean for the song i know i was like mad respect yo like y'all saying that respect <laughs> respect oh we're gonna get to that later um but yes <laughs> we get to that later nice uh, what did you think what did you think about this song i've shared the feelings with you like i oh my god i love this song because you even like if it has like inside jokes and stuff the overall message you can sing it to your best friend as well like if you have a best friend or best friends <laughs> plural you can you know share it with them and tell them like oh my god like i i feel this with you you know what i'm saying it's like jimin and v's like declaration of love for each other like we are literally (laughs) documenting this recording this because that's how much we love each other as brothers you know what i'm saying like not just Mm -hmm. bandmates we are family now how they got along and how they fought as well like they even Mm. referenced that like they didn't want to fight but i mean like any friendship you have arguments you know yeah, it's bound to happen. <laughs> it's bound to happen. And so they state that they are each other's soulmates. I'm like, this is so cute and sweet. Like, saying, like, you're my soulmate. And I love that, too, because there's this thing of, like, people think that soulmates has to be your lover. Like, yeah. your significant other. And that's not it at all. Your soulmate can Mm-mm. be your friend. It can be your mom, mm-hmm. your dad, your sister, your cousin, whatever. Like, that. It doesn't have to be someone that like you're in a romantic relationship with. So the fact that they were so comfortable in saying it, I was like, yes, V-Men, yes, y'all are each <laughs> other so many. I'm so glad you pointed that out. It is trying to showcase that, hey, soulmate doesn't just, it's not exclusive to mm-hmm. ro- romance. So I guess glad you pointed that out. So one of my favorite lines was, someday when these tears die down, stay. So like as time passes, when they get older. When the cheers start coming to an end. Oh my god. Let me... I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Yeah, when they are no longer like on stage, they will still remain friends. Even if we met and we became like bandmates and stuff and, you know, this is our job, we still care for each other. And even after all this passes, we are still going to be friends and stay that way. Okay, so we went from friends to the moon from Jin. How, how did this song make you feel? So this song, I mean, it's emotional because it's for ARMY. Like, it's literally Jin's mm-hmm. song to ARMY. He dedicates it to ARMY and he's singing to us. He's telling us he's the moon 
and we are his earth. <laughs> like he will yeah, orbit us. He will stay by our side, become our light. He's telling us that in his eyes, we are bigger than him. Because obviously the <sighs> earth is bigger than the moon. So he's literally telling us that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, M. G. Like, really? You're going to do this to us, Jim, right now? Like, you're going to do this, Jim? Um, one of the lyrics that, like, really stood out to me was, I didn't even have a name until the moment I met you. You gave me love and now became my reason. So he's telling us that to him, like, in his mind, he was nobody until the day he met Army. Army became his uh... reason to be that moon for us. Like, he's like, you gave me a reason to keep going and like that's very 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 powerful for you to like say that mm-hmm. about your fan base like i feel like it's amazing <laughs> like we already know how much they love us but to like say something like that like in a song and sing it so beautifully because i i always say that Jin has like a voice as sweet as honey <laughs> as per usual he kills it he nails it and i'm just like i and it's so fun the the song i even wrote down it's so fun to me like it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's very like it's yeah, yeah but i i love when he's like um i can't sing roseanne so Little forgive me but when he's like, sing. <laughs> let me not do it let me not. <laughs> just listen to it guys and you'll know what i'm talking about we don't want to lose listeners so i'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but how about you how do you feel about moon by Jay. it's like you said it's very uplifting and he's making armies feel more mm-hmm. confident about themselves the fact that he wants us to know how important we are to him is beautifully done i, I love the, how he put like the his lyrics the way he used the earth and the moon as an example yes. but also i think um when he says you who shine solely by existing you are a truly beautiful one like I said, it's very making us feel more confident. And he tries to remind us that he'll also constantly, he'll stay by our side because, I mean, that's what the moon does. You know, he st- it stays by the earth. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's weird because the instrumentals and the melody of this song kind of reminds me of like songs back in the day. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know if it's like the guitar or the just how the melody goes. It reminds me of like the old days. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else could. Like what time? What no. like what era? I, I don't know if it's the 80s. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> something from the 80s. But it's kind of like yeah. modernized. I think out of all the songs other than um, Inner Child, the, the lyrics to Moon is one of my favorites. Yeah, because like he's personifying the moon. Like he's giving it and the earth. He is describing how they are like literally but as also giving it a human like feature he also says that when the moon is like a crescent moon that's when like his eyes are shut or blinking (laughs) and so when there's a full moon is when his eyes are open so i'm like oh that's so cool like i love how he did that genius the lyrics are genius so yeah that i mean moon is amazing and then the next one which you said that we would get into a little bit (laughs) later and now we're here is R-E-S-P-E-C- R-E-S-P-E-C- no, okay, <laughs> Respect by RM and Shook. Now, what did you think? Because this is two of the rap line members, <sighs> you know? So how did you feel? What did you think was going to be at first? Or did you have an expectation? Or I thought it were, they were going to talk about, like, the old days. Because, you know, it's kind of like um, 
how Friends was, where V-Man is talking about back in the day. And we know that Suga and RM has, I think out of all of them, have the longest history together. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to really understand this song, so I can't wait to hear your interpretation of it. But it's kind of like they're trying to figure out what exactly does respect mean. And they want to learn it to where they could confidently say it and mean it when they do say respect. Mm-hmm. But um, people, there are a lot of people who say it easily nowadays. And there are taking it, I think they're talking about like two things though. When people tell them that they respect BTS, but also when the boys say they respect someone else. And, and then it could come from a fan, but also maybe someone else telling them that they respect BTS, but they don't really mean it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, I'm still trying to figure that out. What, what was your interpretation? Actually, it's... Pretty much that. Like, I, I, I believe that RM and Sugar are having a discussion in this mm-hmm. song. They're talking to each other. They're having a discussion. They're asking each other, what does it mean to have respect? Mm-hmm. Or even the meaning of the word respect. Like, what is respect? Like, everyone says it. Everyone throws it around so easily. But do people really know what it is? And are they doing the very thing that is respect? Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Uh, pretty much like you like it, it's a fun song like but it's serious at the same time <laughs> because the like the feeling of the song it's very like hey hey like chanty like you want to like lift your they li- literally say like throw your hands in the yeah, air yeah. like at the beginning so it's like but the lyrics are like serious it's like do you really know what respect is do you know because i still i'm still trying to figure that yeah. out you know what i'm saying the lyrics that are like stood out to me were the beginning when they're saying put your hands in the air just like you don't care because as soon as i started with that i started jamming i was like hey hey that's my jam <laughs> <laughs> but then when i read the lyrics i was like should i even be jamming <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> because what? i don't know <laughs> Oh my god, yes, I was like, and I, oop, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, this song makes you think. And like, I had to think too. I'm like, what is respect? Uh, I love how the song ended as well because it was kind of like, like you said, a conversation with each other. In mm-hmm. the end, it really mm-hmm. does sound like they're having a conversation because they're like, hey, yo, what is respect? And then they're like, oh, it's I don't funny. know. <laughs> like, I, I, don't I actually know. laugh because Namjoon like screams. He's like, ah! Respect! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we went from respect to something totally different which is eternal mm. where, where do you even begin where where should we even begin jose that's what i want to know like how do we even like i just know they're gonna close the show with this yes song. right like i i think so i don't know actually but i think this is gonna be the one that they close the show with because it's very very personal it's a bts and army song this is the third part of a trilogy like BTS have come have become bulletproof to the fullest extent of the word. Like and we and like they're telling us Army helped us become this strong. If you think about it, We Are Bulletproof Part One is an unofficial song actually. Mm-hmm. It's only on SoundCloud. That was part one. And then part two is on the No More Dream album. So it's at the beginning of their career. And then for them to do the third part seven years later, like they timed this so perfectly. I'm like shook. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So now that they have us, they feel they are no longer just seven. They have us all now. So it's like they have completed not only the trilogy, but the full circle. You know, or I guess in this case it would be a triangle because it's three. Oh, yeah. But anywho, you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you mean. Don't. 
the lyrics that stood out to me, and I even, I had to tweet it out because I was like, these are so, even it's very Bangtan, anybody can relate to this, but they are the name that everyone laughed at that once we were ashamed of. This is proof made of steel, bulletproof. Because the literal translation of Bangtan Sonyandan is bulletproof Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. So they would be made fun of that name because... You know, it's it it to some it may sound silly or I don't know funny I guess, but they even felt ashamed of it at times because of that. Like they would be made fun of, so they would be like, "So are we even proud of this name?" Uh-huh. But now, that's like that's out of the window. Like they don't feel that way anymore. They have learned to embrace it. They are proud to say it. They they are proud to sing it. Like so many times, like we are bulletproof. We are bulletproof. Oh, so true. I think they have yes. a way of writing about their experiences, but. That we can relate to as well. The things or the thing that you get made fun of or are insecure about, that's what makes you you. That's what makes you unique. So that's something that you shouldn't lose. So them saying that this is one of the, like, this is the name that we were ashamed of one time and people would make fun of us because of it. That's what made us unique. That's who we are today. We're proud to say we are bulletproof and because of ARMY, they have helped us, you know get this far and i mean at the end saying like we are no longer seven with you like Mm -hmm. i'm like oh (laughs) and the song itself is amazing like it sounds so good the production of this album is amazing like it totally takes you on a roller coaster they did this so well like shout out to all the producers obviously bangtan was producers as well but what do you feel about we are bulletproof the eternal road i was not expecting it to be a ballad song the first two were kind of like rap heavy hip-hop heavy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so you know like after respect i was all like oh so the next song is gonna be like something upbeat hip-hop ish but i was like what i had to stop i was like what is a lot of the songs in this album is kind of like reflecting back our past and um like you've mentioned there was a lot of hardships that they had to go through people were making fun of them it's kind of like a song of confirmation that yo like the last seven years we've gone through this and it's proof that we are bulletproof now Mm -hmm. you know we've overcome all those hardships and they, they acknowledge that they didn't do it alone they did it with army my favorite lyrics or my favorite lines is when when they're saying um we were only seven but we have you all now. And yes. very comforting because armies could also say the same thing about BTS. Um, you know, we've all, and they've said it multiple times, like we use BTS as a source of love and a way to love ourselves. And it makes us feel like we are bulletproof as well. Mm-hmm. We no longer have that kind of fear and the song is kind of like strengthening in a way and it gives us power to keep pushing forward yeah and it's it makes sense because looking back at the seven years map of the soul seven it only made sense to have like a lot of these songs reflecting on their past and how they are today because of that and in this we are bulletproof with the eternal they do reference like being in drenched in sweat like in the practice room like with the music sheets the song sheets like them practicing in the beginning like they only had each other they say like we were only seven Mm -hmm. we were that's past that's no longer true we are now more because of you and i'm just like like y'all gonna make me emotional again (laughs) (laughs) it's so emotional because it's like you go from respect hey hey respect and then like we are bulletproof right that's why i was so confused when it came up 
No, but also another line that I really liked was when they were like, tell me your every story. This song is about BTS and ARMY. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the songs actually in this album was about mainly about, you know, themselves, them as a group and ARMY. So now it's kind of like um, a message that not only do they have each other as seven, they have ARMY mm-hmm. and ARMY has BTS. So yeah, another another word that you can use is this album is very personal. There you if go. If you really think about it, the solos, the subunits, the ones where they're singing together, like it's personal. So it just made sense that they called it Map of the Soul 7. So Well, we were able to go through mostly all the new songs and there was just so much that we talked about today. And we we are recording this before the whole Jimmy Fallon performance, so we're excited to talk about in the next episode. Yeah, so for next episode we'll have the bts on fallon which is a whole episode so we have a lot to talk about for that one yeah and then for carpool karaoke and then i know they're having the comeback performances in korea as well yes oh gosh we we might have that too for next week as well so we are busy roseanne i know we are (laughs) we are being fed (laughs) we are no and for those who do want to keep up with us please do follow us on twitter and our Twitter is at Interlude Army PD. No spaces. Interlude Army PD. And we also have our episodes being posted every Wednesday of every week. So look forward to every Wednesday here on Interlude Army. We will be talking about every update that we have on BTS. So that concludes episode two, guys. We talked a lot, actually. We talked about the On Kinetic Manifesto film, the actual On song. We talked about the On Commentary film. We also talked about the album and each song and our interpretations, Mm -hmm. how we felt about each song and just the overall feeling of this comeback. And of course, we're going to look forward to this Friday, which we're going to get another music video the official music video so we have that to talk about for the next episode too it's exciting guys thank you so much for joining (laughs) us again how do you feel Rosanna, about this episode too i mean i think we're getting the hang of it right yeah we are getting the hang of it i thought it was gonna take us um, a whole year i'm just just kidding i really do appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to this whole episode if you made it this far Thank you guys so much. Hope to see you guys next week, though. Yes, episode three. Thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you, Army. Thank you guys. Until next week. Bye. Kim Nam Jun, Kim So Jin, Min Yoon Yi, Jung Ho Seok, Park Jimin.